0: You know what RT&J is?
1: The new PB&J?
0: Yes. Thank you.
2: (laughs)
1: Nachos, amigos, and welcome to Record Breakers, a music podcast where a group of friends gather and share music with each other and see what the other guys think. Uh, Kind of like a book club for music, uh, as it were. Uh, I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me is my team, my squad. We've got Brett
3: uh, it's, it's your one-way ticket to midnight. Yes. Call it Record Breakers.
1: Yes. Uh, we've got Drew. What? <laughs> and we've got Patrick. Word up.
3: Yes. <laughs> That's a callback to yeah. pre-show the show.
1: Yes. Uh, we're here to talk about music gathered around to uh, talk about an album, talk about a really cool album. Uh Brought to you, provided to us by drew drew, what do you got for us this week?
0: Well, the one I brought is an album that I sort of have been meaning to listen to for a while, but didn't want to um mostly because I was like, uh, I know it's going to be political, and i I just don't i have had enough of that uh for a while, so like I was like,, uh, I put it off and I put it off, and finally I listened to it and it was great and i wanted an excuse to listen to it more so i decided to bring on run the jewels three
1: uh very cool very interesting very cool very hip-hop album uh but uh let's talk about some of the expectations uh patrick what were your expectations coming into this album
2: uh, because I don't quite live under a rock. I was at least aware of run the jewels and I knew it was killer Mike and some dude and they made rap music, but amazingly enough, I had never really listened to them because I still mostly live under a rock and, uh, new music. Sometimes it, it is difficult to find its way into my rotation. So I was, I was, uh, I was ready for a new experience, but only knowing that like, I'm getting a rap record here. That was all I had. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh Brett, what were your expectations coming into this album? Well, on
2: the
3: uh recommendations from one Dave Lang uh of uh, C3PO of Iron Galaxies. Uh the uh I I listened to some of the previous run the jewels but like just casual listens, so I was fairly uninformed other than, you know, some of the songs on this this album are, you know, they're ubiquitous. They're they're out there. You hear them in the wild, so um I kind of knew some of what I was going to get but uh I was looking forward to getting around to finally listening to it.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh I had some context just because I know I I know who Killer Mike is and I'm I've heard the name LP before uh namely on a on a certain soundtrack for a certain uh uh skating video game uh franchise. Uh 720 fr- Specifically, the underground. Thrasher.
0: <laughs> uh, he was really so big had, on Thrasher. He yes, helped put
3: that. Sk- so. skate or die. Yeah.
1: Skater
2: Die. Skate Skater Die. Skitchen. Street yes. skater. Can we, can <laughs> can we get the, into this. the wow. new gritty reboot of Skater Die? Street skater. I'd rather have the gritty reboot of
0: Skitchen. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, Drew. How would you describe this album musically?
0: Well, the thing to me about uh, Run the Jewels in general is the blend of the two. That, to me, is really what's great. Um, LP and Killin' Mike, uh, before they started making these albums, collaborated before, LP was a producer of um, some great, like, alternative hip-hop sort of things. If Everyone knows Aesop Rock, and um, but also, like, Cage and others, but the thing with run the jewels is you get LPs like producing touch in a lot of it, but you also get not only him wrapping, but him and killer Mike, their flow together really works really well. I think both of their, uh, styles of delivery are just better together because they can work in and out of each other in really, really cool ways. Um, not only that, but with it, you get two very distinct voices for the subject matter that they deal in. Um, like I said, this does not shy away from politics. I mean, Killer Mike spent some time campaigning for a uh, certain presidential candidate at one point, so he's not one to shy away from it. LP neither. And they, being a black man and a white man, have very uh, different like backgrounds, but can speak on the same things politically in a very, very cool way, in my opinion. Um, And you get all of that together with this beat that I think is the overall music is part of what makes Run the Jewels, in my opinion. If you make something that can sort of blend a lot of things and can be any of these songs, in my opinion, the music, the beat, that is made and produced could be put into any sort of um, on any sort of like hip hop radio station. It's something that is a very current sound in like rap and hip hop in some ways. And in some ways it's very different, which of course works catches people's ears, but then you have them speaking on things that are important. You get that sort of storytelling that is really cool in poetry and rap and hip-hop in music in general and because of that because you have something that can reach a wider audience you can speak to a wider audience than something that may be a little more narrow in focus and i think that to me is really cool you have things that can like you could bang a lot of these songs at like a hip-hop club and it wouldn't sound super out of place and yet at the same time like these are very like pointed issues that usually you don't think about like people getting down at the club like talking about like black lives matter and like racial injustice and racism and how it plays an effect in today's culture really weird yeah. but awesome
1: um yeah it's a very cool interesting like album musically uh patrick how would you describe some musically?
2: Um, the production work is real, real, real good. Uh, that and that is not to lessen Killer Mike and LP and their rapping abilities, but LP as a producer, I am that was kind of the thing I enjoyed most. It's um the whole album is like actually mixed together where every track flows into the next and there is a transition and clearly some thought was put in to to link all of these together musically. Uh, The rapping is... It's sort of on the aggressive, percussive side, which I do enjoy. There's, on most of the record, uh, like a sort of an energy and a pace to everything. Like, everything's kind of moving. There's kind of a speed to it, but it isn't, you know... It isn't one of those relentless is probably a good word for it it isn't a full-on you know we're gonna get as many yeah (laughs) we're not getting as many syllables in as we can but like it has it has like an energy and a forward momentum that kind of drives its way through the record
1: Mm -hmm. um brett how would you decide uh, describe this album musically
2: i would decide this album
3: by listening to (laughs) drew no um uh yeah i'm gonna repeat a lot of things that's already that have already been said this is a very the the production is very present it's ever present and and very heavy handed and it works um you know it's uh, lyrically it's a very dense album as well uh in multiple listens there's plenty to dig into um like the the words per minute are are pretty uh pretty large um but uh, there there's a like was previously mentioned there is an overall mood and a flow to this album that uh was pretty pretty nice uh it's a very uh like there's no dips and low spots uh there's really most of these tracks are the quality of you know what you would expect from a single uh you know there there's a lot of care that you can see um there's a heavy use of like some retro style sampling and some really like old school sounding drum machine use uh you know there's nothing in in the songs of there there's no like also ran song in the mix uh there's it's it the rhymes are are all very well crafted and the word smithing is uh is it, it's as good as i've heard in a long time um you can definitely see that people were putting a lot of work and effort into putting out the a very quality product yeah
1: uh I think yeah there's a lot of quality in the production work and but like a lot of creativity and a lot of like fun uh I think in the but but definitely a lot of like purpose <laughs> like like purpose like uh and like I said relentless when it comes to like the delivery in the, in the music the delivery in the beats the delivery of the the raps are just they they're coming at you they're coming for you bro uh and and yeah, and it comes off really well, and I think it, it's just a really cool like it. It brings everything that I've like, I like about uh, everything that like LP touches and uh, anything that Killer Mike touches, as far as like alternative hip hop. And you know, you, it, here's here's a key thing. Here's a trick. If if you want to know if you could, if uh, if I like a hip hop artist, chances are if uh, if they've been on the Tony Hawk soundtrack, I probably like them. <laughs> <laughs> all right probably, uh there's more beyond those soundtracks but that that i like but those are pretty much the batting a uh, batting a thousand right there on those uh but yeah let's talk about some of the key tracks uh drew what would be some of the key tracks of in on
0: well um to me i'm gonna skip the opening and go to talk to me first um this is two and a half minutes that has a lot to say when you want to talk about like a song that has a lot of words per minute. um, Talk to me is up there. Like I said, kill Mike got some things to get off his chest and he does them here. Um, It's also very much like it's that fight song. Like talk to me is a fight song It is a pump your fist sort of uh, thing there. And that, I like it when punk music does it. I like it when hip hop music does it. It's it's a cool uh thing to do. Uh legend has it um the song became a single in my opinion for a reason. The wordplay in it, the like callback to like the end of like I think it's the first verse he references Godfather and then in the beginning of the third verse he does it again like just randomly and it's like okay. Okay, Killer Mike he, he's pretty smart with words um and then if you want to talk about production at the end of legend has it the way it drops out and goes into dickatron is just great it's something that like when i first was listening to this record and it like switched into the next song i was like oh wait oh there's a new song okay hold on like i have to like go back and rethink about what's happening and then uh, i'm gonna touch on El oh mama because I have a feeling that Brett might also want to play on "O Mama, because um, the weird synthiness of it, the way the music moves in that, I, I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn. Maybe I'm taking a turn of phrase from one of our other hosts, but it has a sprungy feel to it that um, I feel this album is better because of. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, what would be some of the key tracks for you?
2: Uh, I'm gonna do the record breakers thing because the first track uh, down is worth doing the record breakers thing for. Uh, there's this is like a really good example of why I enjoy the production on this record so much. The the beat kind of has one bounce to it, where the rapping kind of has a uh, another complementary one, and you get this really cool you know layering of percussive elements in the song. Uh, it's got a good hook on it which you know rap songs are are better with a good hook and uh it, it's it's a good opening track uh call ticketron uh what what how about using a great sample from 80s television everyone uh this is you know this song it's got a great like sample based hook uh the music again that sort of momentum and relentlessness is here uh, and the rapping really really like Again, very forceful and aggressive, but like always flowing. And this, this song, like that's that's a song you bump in your car. I did that yesterday on the way home, and I did that too. In a, in the nightmare that is Austin, Texas traffic, uh, that song definitely made made a few minutes of my drive uh, slightly better. And then uh,
1: fun for when you got to go on a KFC run, just pump some J. Go, go get, put pump your RTJ when you go into KFC.
2: Good to know. Good to know. Uh, stay gold. Um, uh, the Again, like the production on this record was what ultimately won me over. The rapping is like, it's not my particular favorite, but it's very, very good. It's just sort of, you know, a taste thing. But the production is so tight, so perfect. And like has has a thing that is that is very much felt like its own its own and not and not you know the same as everything else it had very much its own identity but also not being afraid to you know use like like uh was sort of brought up before using old school synth and drum samples and using you know just literal samples of random things to to build the song uh this one's got like a cool like wobbly bass thing going on that i just adored uh, And, uh, like the, the percussion is you've got this really slow snare and bass bit, but like, like the sort of hi hat line tucked in there is like super fast. And it it just, it's that weird sort of momentum. A lot of this record has, and this song really exemplifies it. Plus it's just catchy as shit. And I, I am a sucker for a good catchy rap track once in a while.
1: Mm hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Brett. What would be some of the key tracks for you?
3: Well, I'm going to sort of bounce around a little bit there. We can all repeat the same stuff, the production. There, there's, some, there's some stuff, there's some weird, there's some sprawling that lives on this album. Um, but, uh, you know, it, the, the album start, starts off pretty strong. And when, when you get to talk to me, you can understand why they made that the lead uh, single off the album. It's, it's very unique. And as soon as you hear it, you know exactly what you're listening to and who is bringing it to you. Um, and on an album where you can literally talk about every single track being a key track, uh, you know, it's, it, this one does stand out. Um, uh, I thought everybody stay calm was a pretty great, uh, track in the way that they would, uh, they had a a really weird retro sounding key, uh, like keyboard. And then like every now and then they'd bring in this, uh, the, these strings and it was mixed in a weird way that is kind of surreal. Um, and, and then the, the way they closed this album out, um, with a report to the shareholders slash kill your masters. Um, yeah. It was trippy. Uh, it had like some weird hand percussion thing going on. Uh, it, it, uh, it, it, it went some places and then uh, Mr. Rage Against the Machine shows up. I was uh, going to say,
0: did, yeah. did anybody, did anybody c- c- catch the <laughs> Della Roca on the track? Yeah,
3: I, I don't know. Like, that, that's, another, that, that's another voice that you hear and you know exactly. Okay, that's what I'm listening to right now. Yeah. But, uh, nope. yeah, I mean, there are so many good songs on this album. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a really hard one to single particular tracks out because like Drew was saying, like, you don't sometimes know when one ends and one begins, if you're not paying attention, it's kind of a, a weird flow.
1: Yeah. It's a weird flow. It's like, uh, it's unlike how we would say like, uh, you would, um, it, 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 cause there are a couple examples of how you would uh, be unable to pick out songs. When something blends together and it's hard to remember anything, like a couple albums ago, and uh, when all the songs are great and you're crippled by choice, but they all flow together so seamlessly that it's all cohesive. But there's so many memorable moments, like this tri- like this album. But yeah, I will, I will share the love for. I was hope I was waiting to see if somebody would bring it up to how this album closes with specifically the Kill Your Masters, <laughs> half of of that closing track is just fantastic. Like it just has a an attitude that I absolutely love and an and like in your face attitude that's just fantastic. Like all the MCs involved kill it. Uh, including Mr. Delaruca uh and it closes the album in such a great way. Um, let's bring it back around the horn to some conclusive thoughts. Uh, Patrick what would be your conclusion on this album as a whole?
2: Um, So this is one of those, like, I was aware of what it was, but I never really listened to it. And now I very much understand why this is, why Run the Jewels is so popular and why they are so liked. Um, The, like, this is, some albums feel like a collection of songs and some albums feel like a complete thought. You know, whether it's like a full-on, you know, concept or anything this is not but it musically it is a very complete thought like everything transitions in a meaningful way the album you know picks you up and puts you down but mostly just keeps you mostly just keeps driving forward uh the production is really 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 good and i don't know if lp's other work sounds like this production wise but i'm certainly curious because like I I am, that was, that was again, what really, really sucked me and I wasn't a hundred percent in. And then I, the more you listen to the music side of it, the the more you're like, this is kind of genius. Like you could, I feel like there's some, some thought to like, I can put this album on at a party, hit play and walk away. And ain't and it's never gonna like, it flows and it, it transitions perfectly from one song to the next. And it, really, you know, you get kind of a nice, complete experience.
1: Uh, Brett, how would you conclude this album?
3: I mean, uh, th- this album, good. Uh, you know, uh, it, it it's not an album that I would have, like, put top of my list of uh, things that I need to get around to uh, if it weren't for the show. And, uh, you know, that's a nice thing to not have to struggle to listen to an album over and over and over and try and find words to say, uh, especially in a genre where normally I struggle to, you know, pick out things that are, you know, worth noting uh, that aren't, you know, blatant and in your face. It, it's uh there's a lot here that even if you're not into the hip hops, uh, you you can enjoy your time.
1: Yeah. I think this is just a, it has a lot of the pieces of things uh, in hip hop that I love, like uh, uh, just you know, it, a lot of those connections to those a bunch of the alternative hip hop artists that that I've listened to and I've, I've loved, and a bunch of the production work is exactly like kind of like the it, it's the type of relentless, passionate, in your face, but uh, yeah, it, passionate in your face, high energy. Hip hop that I, I that I absolutely enjoy all you know the, it's uh, that and the more like chill counterpart to alternative hip hop but this is the the high energy version and it's just fantastic and this is an album that is just so such such a great album especially to like jam in your car especially as a new driver uh, even if it's only 15 minutes at a time <laughs> like, uh, it is still fantastic uh, no matter what piece you're listening to uh, Drew. What would be your conclusion on this album?
0: This is an album that since I like sat down and listened to the whole thing and like really dug into it, I've been meaning to bring on um, I sort of put it off for a few weeks so that it wasn't like we were trying to do Hip Hop Month again or something weird. Um, and especially since um, Kendrick is also <laughs> very lyrically dense and uh, sort of heady in that respect the thing about Run the Jewels to me is that Killer Mike and LP work great together Um, it's something that LP's production work and how he thinks of music in general I think is really really smart I think Killer Mike in general is a really smart dude Um, agree or disagree with him politically he's a smart dude he's coming at this from a very passion sort of thing he has things to say he has things he wants to do in music and he does them lp like i said has production credits a mile long and is worth looking into it's something that when you have those type of when you have people looking to them being like no like giving credit and giving shout outs to them that are like well known in the industry and like wanting to come in and play with them like Zach De La Roca, like, if you look on the track, is, like, not really credited. He's just there. Like Spotify, at least, yeah. He's it's only, it's only <laughs> on
1: Wikipedia, yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, um... Uh, there, the saxophone player on Thursday in the Danger Room, uh, Kamasi, Washington. Like, you have things like that. It's just, like, these people are coming in because they're doing something cool musically. When you can do something like that musically, that's, like... Now, even if you like don't like rap at all, even if you think it's utter garbage, there's still something musically here that's really well thought out, really passionate, and really if if fun. If you're like
1: Kurt Hennig and the West Texas Rednecks and you think rap is crap.
0: <laughs> like, that, that's the thing, right? It's like, that you can tell when people are having... There's a difference between trying too hard in a studio and like not having fun with it and trying hard in the studio because you like getting exactly what you want. And you have like, that's your fun. And to me, there are certain bands, certain groups that you can hear that side of the fun. And I think run the jewels is one of those. Like they hone their craft to such a degree because they have fun doing it. They have fun being smart about it and doing it well. And that to me deserves respect. And it's, it's just fun. It's a good album to just bump into your car and just dance like an idiot and Man, just run the Jewels. Yeah. Live at the Garden.
1: Live at the Garden. Uh also freaking Kurt Henning was from Minnesota and he led the West Texas right next. It's hilarious. Uh, ah!
0: <gasps> also, side note, if I can fit this one in, there is a remix album of their second album, Run the Jewels 2 called meow the jewels
3: yeah i have a funny story about meow the jewels uh i guess if you're at your buddy's house and you play music around his cats that have cats fighting each other it makes his cats fight each other so i initiated cat combat by playing meow the jewels at my buddy's house (laughs) and it did not go over very well so proceed with caution
1: proceed with caution indeed Um but do not proceed with caution into this album because it's a pretty fantastic album. Uh it's it is worth your time. Um but let's talk about the main event of the evening. Let's get into our haiku reviews. Uh let's all read our haikus. Everybody ready? Is the whole class ready? Yeah. Uh all right, let's start with Patrick. Patrick, what is your
2: haiku? Good modern hip hop with perfect production work worthy of the hype.
1: Mm -hmm. Brett, what is your haiku?
3: A strong third release. The words of some skilled wordsmiths, a complete record.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, My haiku. Uh, Talented MCs with great skill and things to say make a great album. Uh, Drew, what is your haku?
0: A message in rap. And while I may not agree, have to show respect.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, and then of course, you run the Jewels 3. You can, of course, check it out on our Spotify playlist. Play Record Breakers, the home game. Uh, play along at home. Follow along with us. Try to keep it updated as quick as possible. Though I am a little lazy sometimes, but it'll be there eventually. Uh, on that Spotify well no, on that, um, not on that Spotify playlist. Unfortunately, it won't be my record. Uh, we might uh, so next week we might have a guest, so trying to figure out, so you know maybe we'll figure it out. But if we don't, uh, it'll be my record, uh, which is it's going to be interesting to talk about this album. Uh, we're going to talk about Band Made, which is a Japanese rock band made up all of all women uh, who also dress up like maids as in a maid cafe uh, very cool band, very cool album uh, they have an interesting gimmick but they also have some pretty good skills so uh, definitely worth checking out but we're going to talk about that on that episode but that is then and this is now and you can of course find us all over the internet Patrick is at the Swagger. Brett is at Hibbidubit, H-I-B-B-I-T-Y-B-I-B-B-A-R-D. Drew is at X-Juice for X. juice i am at PD Rave. The show's at 4 Record Breakers. That's number 4 Record Breakers. Recordbreakerspodcast.com is where our website is. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube. Other places. Follow us on... on, Subscribe, like, share, follow us in all the places. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Toodle mm-hmm.